Talk podcast episode 94. Um, I do have a special guest in the building. I will let her tell us about her. Just a brief synopsis of who you are and what you got going on. And then we'll get into some topics that I think are going to be really, really funny when it comes to the end of it. See how I turned it on? Hello, everyone. My name is Alexandria. I'm born and raised in Austin. This is my first time ever doing a podcast, so I'm very interested. Actually, I had to do a podcast right before I graduated for one of my communication classes, so. That was a requirement? It was um, as a project. That's fucking dope as fuck. Yeah, so had to be a minimum of 10 minutes. Sounds like me when I first started podcasting, 10 minutes, 7 minutes around that time. (laughs) So you understand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's fascinating. You didn't tell me that off camera that you had to do that, like that was a requirement in school. That's lit, because I do know like a lot of colleges these days, not the case back in the day, I'm old or whatever, um, like they have podcast studios for students these days, and I think that's dope as fuck. Like, to be able to have a space to go and, like, podcast in a safe environment with quality equipment for the free? That's lit. I wish you would have told me that before that. This would have changed the whole podcast. I, like, we wouldn't, we, wouldn't even, we wouldn't even talk about the goddamn topics. We'd just talk about that. But uh, was it on camera or was it just audio? It was audio. I cannot think of the app. It is um, similar to Spotify. But, yeah, we had to do that. And I think... For me, it was a little tricky because I actually had to write a script. I had to really go into detail about my topic. So it was definitely a learning experience. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's actually really fucking cool. That's actually like I'm I'm floored. Like anytime I get to talk to somebody who like experienced that in school, it's I don't even think they're bringing that aspect to like high school and shit like that. So. That's dope. I wish back then there was an avenue to not only major in communications, but to have to do a podcast as some form of like graded content. So that's kind of lit. Not that super lit. Am I, am I freaking out about that? That's like super lit. Damn. Yeah. It's a tough out. Um, but let's get into it. <laughs> like I, I, I can talk about that aspect and how creators should have some kind of space to create all day, but... Uh, this is one of the four things I sent you. Um, it basically just says, big heart, wrong generation. What does that mean to you? Well, to me, now since I've gotten older, my perception of it all has changed. I feel like big heart, wrong generation. However, we necessarily cannot blame the generations for their lack of love, trust, loyalty. It's taught somewhere. Um not necessarily taught, but they're seeing it somewhere, whether it's in the households or friends. And I feel like... You mean like an aspect of like <clears throat> saying like you're a very like giving person that this quote-unquote generation, which every generation has bad things about it. We just continue to recycle the word this generation, but like in the sense of like doing a lot for people and people not doing that much for you is like is that a sense of like what a big heart means yes and I feel like not everyone has that quality at all so when you are giving and doing you have to remember it may not always be receptive um, especially in the way that you think it will be receptive um, reciprocated by someone in my experience I feel like I was always doing more But I had to look at um, the men that I was dating at the time, like especially Mm -hmm. our upbringing. I've experienced um, dating men who come from single homes versus me. I have both parents, so my perception is a little different. I try not to be judgmental with it, but there are differences, and it does affect the way that you carry yourself in relationships. So would you say, like... Because I, I've, I've had this type of conversation, and we can take it wherever, but, uh, like, people who grew up with, like, a family of, like, both their parents and their life versus someone who necessarily didn't, do you think those kind of upbringings ultimately affect you as an adult? Most definitely. Yeah. 
positively or negatively? Because again, like I, I grew up with both my parents in the household, and I have a brother, but we're eight years apart. He was basically out of the picture. About time, I was like nine or ten years old. So like I actually grew up technically like alone, like not with a sibling around. But like, what aspects of that do you think? I don't know if I word this right, but like what aspects of having parents versus not do you think is the ultimate difference between like not only people's communication skills, but also having like a big heart per se, if that makes sense. I don't know what I just said, guys. I just be talking sometimes. No, um, I'll answer it. And then you just (laughs) let me know if I answered your question. (laughs) So I feel like individuals who grew up with two parents, they know to stick it out. They know to not just walk away. It's, it's real. It's serious. And I don't think that people understand that. We see all these quotes and these memes, but the mm-hmm. ultimate is not walking away and everyone is not built for that or taught for that. And it's, it's serious. And I feel like that <clears throat> is just, you know, speaking for myself, that's made me stay in relationships much longer than I've needed just because of me seeing that. So that could be a negative as well. If we want to flip it. <laughs> I mean, every, it and any and everything could be a negative or a positive to anyone, depending on, you know, how not only they were raised, but also just like them as a person. Um, and I didn't mean the serious out the podcast in within 10 minutes of the start, but um, did I just say serious out the podcast? What the fuck is going on? Man? Um Let's move away from the fucking topic. Okay. Next topic. <laughs> hey, we in motion. I'm having a good time. So, so with this being your first podcast, like uh, our second podcast, um, what were your expectations? Like, I know I sent you a couple of episodes to look at and watch. Like, what were your experiences um, watching those? And then what were your expectations? Like, what you, what, do you, what is your perception of a podcast? Okay, so my perception of a podcast... I'm one of those. I like the Joe Budden podcast. I spent a lot Joe. of time. <laughs> yes. He so. said the Blackening was a good movie. I got to <laughs> call him out on that. He said it was a great movie. But anyways. <laughs> no, but yeah, I like Joe Budden because he's one of those podcasters where even if I don't agree, I'm still entertained and I can still understand his reasoning. He's a Virgo. Makes sense. Makes sense to me too. Yeah. Why I agree with everything he says all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but except for the blacking, worst movie ever. Yeah, I mean, I like Joe Budden, but <laughs> I would say I like more of the celebrity podcast and which is all they are nowadays. Like, if you're a celebrity, go ahead and get you a podcast, yo. Yeah, it's a tough out. Were you nervous coming on the pod? I was because. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to get up here and freeze. But um, damn, Alexa, <laughs> right? My bad, bro. My bad. Alexa. <laughs> no, but after watching a few of your episodes, it made me feel like just chill, be down to earth. Because yeah. some people, I know, they're like, we're gonna talk about this, 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 and it's gonna get kind of intensive. And I. Don't need any time. Oh, yeah. This isn't the Can We Argue podcast. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Yeah, me either. I I don't, (laughs) I wouldn't even, I I used to want to be that early on with the podcast. I used to want to be like combative and just not take people's thoughts into consideration. Like I wanted the podcast to be that kind of when I started, but when I saw what that actually looks like, I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) That's a tough out. There's some episodes in the universe that I've never seen a lot of day because of that kind of mindset. Oh, it's intense. Yeah. I've moved away from that type of stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, just I felt good after, like, talking more about it with you and mm-hmm. um, watching your podcast. So, first off, I want to commend you. You have a lot of episodes. Yeah. It's a lot of time, work. Dedication, so congrats. Thank you, thank you. It is a lot of work, and getting to 100 is annoying the fuck out of me right now. Like, I just, <laughs> I want to skip to 100. Like, the way I envision 100 is, like, lavish, like, doves flying and shit, and, like, fucking balloons everywhere. That's what I picture it to be. I know it's not going to be that. Um, I just got a lot of ideas going in my head, but it's actually funny because, like, 
YouTube reflects every single video I've posted. So I had a podcast before this one and I did 14 episodes of it. But at that exact time I started is when the pandemic went crazy mm-hmm. and everyone like scrambled to do like the online shit. I didn't even know how to do the not online shit at the time. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So it just it it was impossible to do what I actually wanted. Like no one was going to anyone's place to do a fucking podcast. That just wasn't the smartest thing to do at that point in time. People weren't even going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But I scratched that. But those fourteen episodes are still they still exist. They're just not visible to anybody. And I do sometimes look back at those old podcasts and be like, damn man, I'm sitting up here in front of a fucking uh, what's the AC thing called? The thermometer? What's it called? The thermostat? I'm sitting up here in front of a thermostat on a stool yelling into a phone. <laughs> and this is the episode. And my first episode ever was only seven minutes long. Okay. <laughs> but I appreciate that because it, there, it, it, there's a lot that goes into it. Like back then when I had other people to help me with certain things, it wasn't as hard. But now when I'm the person who like with the video chat thing, like I do that with every single guest. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like I find some time and some place to literally have just that initial conversation. And there's been people based off that conversation with video chat that I'm just like, that's nah, probably not bad. It's probably not best for you to come on. It probably doesn't, it won't work. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm happy I made the cut. Thank you. You know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, thank you so much. Yeah. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I, but I do encourage everyone to have a podcast. I think everyone should. Like, everybody should. Yeah. Kind of. No, everyone. Never mind. Everyone. Yeah, I feel like everyone has something to say because I did major in communication. So, yeah, everyone has something to say. It's just all about, like, how you say it and the tone. You can get any point across. You just Absolutely. have to have your tone. Absolutely. And then going into a conversation without the ideal of being right versus just saying what the facts are. Exactly. Yeah, I have to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone does. I think, I think we're not, that's not human nature not to get your point across. I think that's not, that's a skill. That's why you can major in communications versus just, Hey, I can know how to communicate. Like you didn't do anything. Just, I can communicate. Um, for you, what, what's something you would like to know about me? So, cause I don't think we really talked too in depth about like each other each other really more so about the structure of the podcast so for you from the outside looking in what's something you would like to know about me how are you able to do podcast and cook like be a (laughs) chef how i don't get it how do you find the time i have plenty of time (laughs) uh so like the the food aspect. Oh shit! The food aspect is like more so passion. Like I love to cook. Like I love it. Like I started culinary school, didn't graduate, but I took those tools that I learned in those first uh, X amount of months that I started, and I just transferred that to working in actual restaurants. And then mm-hmm. outside of that, pre-pandemic, I had my own little catering thing where I would do cooking classes for like groups up to five and things like that. And then the pandemic happened. I was like, can't nobody come over. I'm not cooking shit for nobody. Uh, (laughs) But I actually like to cook. That's why I don't want to go back into a commercial kitchen or to work in a restaurant and that aspect. I'd rather serve tables than be in the kitchen, honestly, because like when you're serving, you can actually be around the food, but you don't actually have to cook it. And I don't want to be stressed about cooking. (laughs) So... I don't know if it's like a juggling the two. It's kind of like I do it exactly when I want to do it. Like the podcast is the podcast. The cooking is the cooking. Like people try to uh, or tend to put them into one, but I've gone out of my goddamn mind and way to make sure that those are two separate avenues. It's a funny, there's a funny notion that um, people have about me in the podcast as well. They'll be like, the only reason people come on your podcast is because you cook. And I'm like, that's not the truth. <laughs> like, that's not the truth. Like, I'll cook for friends. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, I'll make you one of the most amazing meals you ever had at home for a friend, you know? Yeah. You grab the groceries, I'll take care of the rest. That's all you got to do. Uh, podcasting is completely separate. It's just about wanting to be able to communicate and talk. Like, I just like talking to people. I like learning people's uh, narratives and learning people's, like, ideals of things because... I grew up a certain way. Other people grew up a certain way. I'm very 
blinded by other people's like growth and the way they grew up. So I'm just always interested in just like learning people and you know just finding out what the hell's going on because I'm not going to be outside at a, at a concert to figure it out. Like I'm going to be at the crib. I don't know what the fuck goes on outside. So. Uh, the more people I've had on, the more I've learned. And even with the traveling with the podcast, like it is a lot. Like to get a, one guest on at a specific time is a lot of work. Because I think we've been trying to do this for months. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> but, Sorry. <laughs> but, it's, but it's okay because like I, I don't take things personal. Like if a person says, Calvin, I can't show up, that is just what it is. I don't, I actually don't believe anyone's coming to their here. So I told her, she was like, what time? I was like, I don't know. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. I would be stressed. Like, this nah, person didn't show up? Uh-uh. No, nah, I, don't, I don't care that much because, like, I say no to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I really wanted to dig into the no bag and, like, get those people out and say yes, they'd be here on time whenever, right? But, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care that much. But it, it is a lot for sure. Have you ever thought about starting one? Yeah, I had to rethink a lot of topics. I didn't want to come off too aggressive, but I feel like if I could start one right now, just something I would really like to do, I would like to discuss music, rap music, R&B, pretty much any genre. I love music. God, for some reason, did not bless me um, with the ability to sing. I was in band in middle school. I played the saxophone, but lit. I didn't take that serious. I should have done that. But it would just be discussing music, and it wouldn't be like hot topics. Oh, this rapper is oh yeah sleeping I, with this. I'm it wouldn't so be that. that. I don't give a fuck unless I'm being paid to talk about people who have money. Then why am I talking about people who have money? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like. I like to discuss where samples um, come from, like, hey, such and such just sampled, like, okay, just a song that everyone knows off top, like Nicki Minaj, Super Freaky Girl, that's Rick James, Super Freak, and I feel like, Word? yeah, if she wouldn't have sampled that song, it wouldn't have done as major. Um, I feel like people forget the history behind certain songs, and... It needs to be talked about instead of their business. Like, yeah, I think uh, me, me and Robin, you were talking about uh, what song was it? It was some song that you didn't know that like, uh, like could have been on it but wasn't on it. Yeah. So it's Buster, 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 <laughs> him, Chris Brown, and who else is on the song? Is it just those two? Little Wayne, but it could have been. Nelly instead oh. of Busta, right? I don't know about Nelly, y'all. <laughs> but like we were talking about like how music is made, right? Like no one really talks about like how that comes about. Like you really could just be in an adjacent studio and then you hear some shit and you go into that room and be like, oh, let me get on that. And then that's the song. It's not like I called you to be here at X amount of time. Like we just happened to be in this area at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. I heard the beat. I like the beat. Let's make the song yeah. type shit. So what are your, who are your favorite rappers and artists in general? Ooh, artists. Okay. Um, number one, Tupac. Tupac. Love Tupac. I never really listened to Tupac. Like I, I don't, I can't really tell you any songs that I actually know. Like from start to finish. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I blame my um my parents. I blame my mom and the whole like Black Panther aspect with Tupac. So like my um aunt, my grandmother, they were Black Panthers in Austin. Oh shit. Back in the day. So Off Sixth Street or what? <laughs> um I'm just kidding. I don't Booker T. I'm just playing. <laughs> so <laughs> They had it in Booker T Projects, and they had the breakfast program, so they fed the kids before school. Um, they did a lot of different stuff just for that community specifically because, you know, back then it was predominantly black. So, like, that whole, like, black power, in a sense, it came out in the music. Um, my parents, you know, they had Public Enemy, NWA, so 
Tupac was that and he was a modern rapper during that time, but he was telling the future, so I like him. So Tupac's your number one. Yeah. Um, R&B, it is so hard. Um, Mary J. Blige, Mariah. I like Whitney Houston, but I feel like Mary J. Blige, Mariah, Carey. What's your go-to? Yeah. Um, Texas rappers, I like all Texas artists. Like all of them, even the ones like in Austin? Well, it's not too many in Austin. I, I no disrespect to Austin rappers. <laughs> no, like, mad disrespect. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, Quinn NFN, he really, he was, he's, he's taking dude? it there. Yes. So I commend you know him, and it's other upcoming rappers. But when I say Texas, it's more like screwed up click, like Fat Pat, Lil Kiki, Zero, um, DJ Screw. It's I learned a lot of music from them, not just. Um, Texas music, but I know a lot of California rappers, a lot of like Georgia rappers, Florida, because on screw tapes, that's what he was blending in. Mm -hmm. So I'll meet people from Cali and I'm like, I'll say somebody like Sibo drew down some old school rappers. And they're like, what you know about that? You from Texas? Like y'all ride horses down here. And I'm like, if you only knew. (laughs) I actually had a conversation with a random person when I was in New York mm-hmm. and it was like, we were just in line getting food and they were like, what are you doing up here? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, like I, I promise you that was the start of their question. Like, that was the start of the conversation. They're like, what are you doing up here? Cause we were in Rochester. So we were literally at the tip, but I think what they were thinking was like, why are we this high up? Like basically Canada's right across the street type uh-huh. shit. And I was like, I'm from, Texas, like Pflugerville. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you ride a horse up here type shit? And I was like, that's, that's a weird idea of people think that we fucking ride horses in Texas. Yeah. I don't think I've been in a close proximity to a fucking horse outside the 6th Street. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, like in Soul Plane, when... That plane had, like, it was a Texas plane, but everyone was dressed as, like, farmers and cowboys. And I'm like, do not do us like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Um, Have you ever DJed or did anything in that space? No. I have wanted to, but I commend DJs. The standing that y'all do, I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think I'm equipped. (laughs) Shout out to my brother. Yeah, and now that I get older, it's kind of hard to stay up with the latest music. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know shit. Like when y'all said, "What was it, Red Sexy?" or what? Sexy Red, the booty hole brown girl. Like, <laughs> I thought that was like a Mad TV skit. Oh I didn't my. know that that was a real song, what? like that plays on the radio. Like, I thought that was legit, like a Mad TV like skit <laughs> shit. Like, I didn't even know that was for real until someone told me, and I was like, oh. I think it was when the B was she at the BET Awards or some shit. Yeah, I think someone. I think they were talking about her then. I'm like, who is this woman? And then I, I guess she played the song or some shit. I, I, I don't know. I was like, I thought this was a fucking skit, yo. But we need ain't to... no fucking way. <laughs> this is a song and a hit. <laughs> but you know what? They didn't drag BET hard enough. Um, they set her. They set her by. The gospel singer Bobby Jones, the Bobby Jones Gospel Sunday star on BET that they would show. Me and Granny used to watch that faithfully. And she's singing her song, which is nothing wrong, but it's like you have her here. Then you have Bobby Jones a few few feet away. It's like respect that man's um, situation and his his Christianity. He didn't know what was going on. Like... (laughs) Like, now, come on, BT. Y'all need to do better than that. <laughs> y'all was wrong for that. It was. I didn't watch it. it was. I stopped watching the BET show like three years ago. Yeah. I'm a huge. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. 
I, I didn't yeah. I didn't watch it. It didn't even really make my timeline. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, all I heard was was her that that girl. Yeah, and um, Quavo and Offset did the whole takeoff tribute. I did say that. I'm, that's a lie. I did. I saw that, but yeah. I had to go out of my way to go see it. I heard about it, so I went to YouTube and looked for it. Yeah, Coyla Ray did good with her segment with the whole BET feature and her outfit with all of the women rappers' names. Is that the one who they say looks like? Um, the aliens from Men in Black. Whoa! Now who said that? I think I seen a meme. That is, girl is, that is who? pretty. Is that, I don't know who she is. I, I don't. What song? What song does she have? Um, Blick Blick, Nicki Minaj, um, Players. Who's Blick Blick? Is, <laughs> is that a song name or is that a rapper too? <laughs> oh. But Players is her recent <laughs> smash. Like TikTok went crazy with her song Players. It has like a sample. Is that the one where they like change, like they play the song and then like they do something else with the video thing? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm old. I don't know. <laughs> I'm old as fuck. Yeah, I don't know shit. I got a TikTok. I got one TikTok video on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I have TikTok, but I don't have like a reason to post. Like I'm not trying to get a lot of likes and follows. Y'all just going to get what I post and that's it i saw someone <clears throat> post on tiktok or maybe it was a reel mm-hmm. of them making a grinder sandwich and that shit had two point something million views i'm like come on man it's a fucking sandwich you should do that no like, i've been viral a couple of times before it was cool to be viral and shout out to me in the 2017s in the 16s you don't even have to show your face that's what's sad about it. Because if you knew what they look like and they made that sandwich, it'd be a whole nother story. Oh, okay. I don't even like when the I don't even like when the Grubhub person I see them. Like I don't even like that shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, you just do it on accident. I'm just looking at the people to look out because my neighbors is making noise and I see the Grubhub person. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm hungry anymore. <laughs> I'm old as fuck, man. I don't know shit about that, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say on that one. You could just agree and be like, yeah, you old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but the BET Awards, um, it was really nice this year. When was when are they? Every June. June. Yeah. Mm, figures. The what was it, fiftieth anniversary for hip hop, so yeah, it was good. What's your favorite places to eat? Ooh. Since you're born and raised in Austin, the house. No, <laughs> um, I like Papa though. I love seafood. You know what? I actually just had an interview there yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. I was a hostess there. Like I was about in to go serve over there, but then two things happened. One, my availability is shit apparently, and two, one motherfucker's wearing ties. Yeah, that shit was. I didn't know that. I've never. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never been sober in Papados. Let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been like able to look for like like walk and look who I'm talking to. <laughs> I was going night lit, and I don't know what the fuck they got on. I can't see, but I didn't know that's what they fucking wore: vest, white aprons. I don't I don't know, but I did just apply and had an interview there yesterday. It's funny that you say that. Yeah. Um. Third, because I said the house, Papa Doe. You can't use the house. <laughs> um, I like Angie's Mexican Restaurant. It's on 7th Street. Um, Never been there. It's really good. I've been eating there since I was a kid. So you know where Gabriella's is? Nope. It's like... Just like pretend I live in Austin, but like I was never allowed to go outside. Okay. So, so I don't know where anything is. Okay. Um, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Yeah. That's all I can really say. Um, now, anyways, okay, so <laughs> Papado, Angie's, and this is so hard because there are some restaurants that have closed. Mm-hmm. It's not some, it's actually a, a lot. lot. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck. I like La Barbecue, it's on Cesar Chavez. Like, if you don't arrive before 10 a.m., you're done. The line is wrapped oh, around the block. Yeah, know. but it's really good. Really good? Mm-hmm. 
So if you don't want to travel to like, I like Luling barbecue. So if you don't want to go there. Luling. Yeah, I can't think it's like city something, but it's the main barbecue spot in Luling. No one talks about Luling as a city. I haven't been there in years, but. Watermelon Thump. I don't know why I would have went there. I think my parents would always go out there to get like watermelons. Yeah, the Watermelon Thump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy that you said that. But those are your, that's, that's your go-to places? Like, if someone was coming from a different state or a city, that's where you would tell them to go? Yeah, and you know, I haven't met not one black person who will turn down Papa, though. Just keeping it real. I don't know what I eat there. I'm always, like, out of there. I think the last time I went, I've never, I actually have never eaten at the one here. Oh, really? I've only been to one of the two, or maybe two of them in Houston. Because anytime, well, back in the day, there was a specific hotel that I would get right off the highway, and there was one literally right across the street um, next to a Target or something like that. But <laughs> I've only been to Papado's in Houston, so I just don't remember them wearing ties, red ties and vests, but then again, <laughs> never sober. Yeah. Um, it's Well, the Papa's chain is weird. They just opened up another barbecue. Um, Under like their umbrella, yeah, because they have Papa's barbecue and now they have like this like real barbecue. But I don't know. I think they boil it um, or baking it. It's, I don't see any smoke. I don't see any pits. I don't, none of that. Boiled barbecue is tough. So yeah, that's why I try to stick to the outskirts with the barbecue, especially in Texas. But speaking of barbecue, I saw a meme. They were rating barbecue in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And someone put gas station barbecue over Texas. And I was kind of offended. <laughs> I mean, maybe the gas stations be having some fireball. I've never gone to a gas station for barbecue. But then again, like some people would say gas station chickens better than the chicken spots we normally visit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, the, I'm not a pro barbecue person either. So I don't Really? Know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the I'm not the pit master who just puts stuff on the barbecue pit and leaves it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like I actually like to do shit. <laughs> well. Have you been anywhere else? Like have you been to other states and Um How many states have I been to? What Louisiana, Florida, Mississippi. Shout out to Mississippi. Where else? California. The part. I went to San Diego. The cool parts. I've been to California a hundred times and never been to the cool parts. Yeah, like I was in LA, but it was like layover at LAX and Oh, I have a funny story about a, a layover in LAX. Uh last time I was there was maybe two thousand nineteen. No, eighteen coming into twenty nineteen. And uh they have a uh a service out there that um Allows you to order edibles, like uh, like Uber Eats and Grubhub, but it's for edibles only. And uh, my brother had uh, asked, he's like, hey, I'm about to order from whatever the app is. I don't even know if the app still exists. I'm sure it does. But like, he was like, I'm about to order. Like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. And it's just a bunch of candy. Like, I'm not really thinking it's going to be like tough, like yeah. a tough out. And he's like, are you sure you want that one? I'm like, yeah, just get it. Whatever. It's colorful. I like it. Whatever. So I got the little string candy, but them shits were strong as fuck. Like, you're only supposed to take, like, one half of the string shit, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't end up finishing the bag, but we wanted to finish before we got on the plane to go back or get back here. Mm-hmm. So I literally ate half of the bag, which you're only supposed to eat, like, one of the little string shits or whatever. So there's, like, 10 or 15 string shits left in the bag. Mm-hmm. So I chugged them shits before we get to the airport. I was out of there. And the layover, because we were in Sacramento to LAX is literally like an hour, if that. So it kicked in right in the middle of that hour. Yikes. And we get to LAX and there's a Panda Express. I told, I've never spent this much money at a Panda Express in my life. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I think I spent like 30 or $40 on Panda Express. Mm-hmm. I got like three of the bigger plates and shit. Yeah. And then we're, and the layover's not long either, so it's literally we got the food and we got to get on the next fucking plane. 
right? So I'm on that shit, smacking loud as hell, Panda Express smelling. <laughs> and I almost forgot my bags. Like, I almost forgot them shits. If I wasn't traveling with somebody, I would have forgot all my luggage. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there just smacking on Panda Express on the fucking plane as we take off with my tray out, two plates here, chow mein in this one, fried rice in this one, just going in, smacking. <laughs> There's a video out there. I don't have the video. But there's a video out there, and I'm very visibly fucked up. <laughs> you know, California, they have the best um, product, so... Should have me on my ass. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, San Diego was, like, really beautiful. Um, the beach... Is it Condado or Coronado? It was really nice, but I like Florida's beaches. I've never been to Florida. I'm scared of Florida. I just mm. hear so many bad things about things that happen in Florida. Just go to Miami. That's where I'd be here and it happens. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I was in Orlando <laughs> when I came back from the Dominican Republic. I was in Orlando. It reminded me of Austin, like Pflugerville, Austin, wasn't giving Round Rock nor Cedar Park, but <laughs> that's what I was expecting. But I really didn't get that. So. Fugiro's ghetto as hell now, man. Aww. I grew up in Fugiro. I went to um, a Fugiro Elementary. I went to six different elementaries. So. Word? Yeah. When I first, when we first moved here, <laughs> I think Fugiro had like 3,000 people. In all of Fugerville, mm-hmm. now it's like 40, 50, or 60, or something like that. Literally, when we first moved here, there was no stores. There was nothing. That jack-in-the-box right there wasn't there. All those restaurants that are sitting right there weren't there. That pawn shop and shit was still was there. That H-E-B was there. Taco Cabana wasn't there yet. The gas station wasn't there yet. Urgent Care was Blockbuster back in the day. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. And then... Uh, What's that little, there's a little, a little attachment next to this H-E-B up the street. I think it's a wing stop now, but it used to be Hollywood Videos back in the day. Wow. You can still even see the drop-off, like, the, there used to be a drop-off box, and then, like, two cylinders right here. You, they're still there. Really? Yeah. That's cool. It's weird. I'm old, man. That's cool. Back when Eckerd's and Albertsons were in Fugerville. No, I miss Eckerd's. <laughs> I miss Eckerd's. Albertsons, it was one on Riverside. It was still there when I was younger. Now the, I think the Albertsons now in Fulgerville is a church now. But it used to be Albertsons and Eckerd's right across the street. Mm-hmm. There was Dairy Queen on that corner. Popeye's wasn't there yet. McDonald's wasn't there yet. None of the restaurants next to that Taco Bell were there yet. Like it was it was very empty. The closest Walmart was the one in Round Rock back in the day. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked um, going to school in Pflugerville. I was coming from AISD, like the jungle. So when I got to Pflugerville, I was like, wow. This is nice. People be chilling. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I'm learning a lot more. Like, I enjoyed There's a it. lesson plan. We don't just come in the class. Yeah, the field trips were even better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know what's so. funny? Like, back in the day, like, we would take field trips growing up in Pflugerville to, like, the east side. Really? Yeah. Where'd like, y'all we, go? We would go to, like, Millennium. That's cool. Millennium is legendary. It is legendary. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm happy they did that. Like, in hindsight, like, it probably wasn't the safest. Like, in mm-hmm. hindsight. Like, if if I knew what I knew now about certain areas back then, I probably wouldn't take a group of kids over there. <laughs> now, not too much now. <laughs> I'm from O2. Don't. Hold on. Now, not too much. Uh, zip code claiming. I love yes. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cal. Okay. Play. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was just very rich in history. Very rich in history. And I just don't think times will get back that way. And not just for Austin, but just mm-hmm. everywhere because in the Dominican Republic they're getting gentrified, like they want Americans to come over there and buy condos. They got the Whole Foods Target combo. Um, I did not see that. 
Isn't I that the combo? Isn't that the one off of, like, by Fifth Street? Isn't that what it is? It's a Target and a Whole Foods? Or no, is it Whole Foods and something else? How am I tripping? Is it just two stories? Yeah, Target on the ground floor, right? Wow. There, it's right, right? Like where the parking lot used to be, where we used to park um, to go to 6th Street, like that little dirt patch. It's like a whole Whole Foods or whatever now on 5th Street, I think. 5th, yeah. No, it's the opposite direction. It's pe- like it's past 6, right? Yeah. And then they did that reality show in Austin. <laughs> did you see that shit? I did. <laughs> I don't know what type of storylines they were trying to give. It was just all like, over the Like, come here. This is very embracive. There's no black people here because there's, like, no black people in any stores they went to. And the bars. I'm like, <laughs> why did y'all not even try, like, <laughs> they, to they be filmed, diverse? Like, they were filming 6th Street at, like, 4 p.m. <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> Ain't nobody out there, bro. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I think they were, like, somewhere in South Austin, like, kind of close to... I think... I, I, the way I picture it is they're over there by, uh, like, airport area. Like, that's where my mind went because I see those houses look like that now. Mm-hmm. But, again, that's people who got money moving in to Austin. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Have you been to a, one of the soccer games? No. My little brother goes all the time. Really? Yeah, I haven't. I don't want to be in anyone's way. The ga- the the stadium is built so it's not crowded. Like okay. it could be a full packed game and you wouldn't even notice. Oh, like there's space. It's so big. It's not like if you go to like an NBA game and the fucking hallways are like fucking this narrow and shit. You have to bump into people to get through them. It's like spread across. Yeah, I don't think I'm serious enough about being a fan. It's some real <laughs> soccer fans out here. Like, they go crazy. So I don't want to be in those people's way. I'm like, oh, all right. Go on. <laughs> like, have you ever tried going to the domain during a soccer game? No. Don't but ever I, I, do So, it. not recently, but, like, I used to live on metric. Before mm-hmm. the stadium got there, yeah, but they priced out everybody. Like literally, like my my rent in the apartment I was staying it was a one bedroom apartment. It was maybe like five hundred, six hundred square feet in total. They jacked my shit up like almost a, a, not a double, but like half for my renewal that would fall in line with the stadium being open. What? I was like, yeah, literally, and I was literally in the apartments right across the street from t- uh, Northridge ACC, literally right across the street. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about too. Wow. Yeah. I was like, yep, yeah, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a tough out. But I used to love living over there because the domain was super close. Like, mm-hmm. that's a fun time. Like, worst case scenario, leave your car in the garage if you're too lit and just Seriously. lift right over to your home, which is a five minute or a five dollar drive. Like. Worst case scenario. So I was always at the domain back in the day. Yeah. Not so much now. <laughs> I don't think I've been in a domain club in six. No, that's a lie. Maybe five years or so. Maybe. I'll go to Velvet Taco, though. I'll yeah. pull right. That's going to the club for me now. I love Velvet Taco and Kung Fu. They have good wings. I've never thought to eat food in there. They have very good wings. Um, yeah, they have very good wings. And then, like, the Nashville hot chicken. They have some wings. It's really good. It surprised me, actually. What made you think to go to Kung Fu and order food? Off that liquor. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> Where'd you sit down and eat them? Were you just, like, You sit standing? down and eat them. You and your friends, everybody's at the bar eating wings, still drinking, but you trying to... <laughs> Balance it all out because you've been at the domain the last four hours. So <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I used to really like going to the domain. It was a, it was a cool vibe back in the day, especially if you know somebody who lives in the domain. It's mm-hmm. even litter then because you pre game at, the, at their place and they just walk to wherever. Um, so it's a dope, that's a dope night for sure. Yeah. Can you believe we're already at 47 minutes? Oh, that was cool. We didn't even really touch the topics we had <laughs> we in mind. Do. We never do. <laughs> it never, it never ever works out that way. Like I always I only give suggestions for like topics just in case like it gets awkward and we can just revert back to something. Okay. But for the most part, it's just a conversation. Um, we can try to top 
talk on one thing before we end it all. For sure. Um, or before my phone explodes. Um, <laughs> it's the eating out on your own thing. Because so I think you had something to say about it, right? Because I think I was basically saying, like, whether you can or don't feel comfortable doing that, that doesn't make you better than a person who isn't comfortable doing that. I would never go to eat out on my own. Why? Because that wouldn't be fun for me. Oh, okay. Like, that, like I, I wouldn't want to. Like, I, I wouldn't be like, I'm, I'm going to just go chill at this restaurant and eat. That's I can eat at home in the comfort of my home and watch whatever I want on the TV. Like, by myself. Like, I just, I would never want to go. That doesn't mean that I couldn't do it. It just means it wouldn't be fun for me. Um, but you gave pushback. You were, I don't know what you were saying, because clearly you had something else to say. It's normal. <laughs> it's normal. No, it's, and it, I don't it can't think be it, normal. I don't think it means that you're better. I don't. I think you just get comfortable with doing it. I'll say it like that. And... I think what makes it easier is just you can go to the bar. Um, I'm an introvert, but I attract people. Same. So. <laughs> Does that mean I don't like talking to people? Is that the what's the what's the other one? Yeah. Ext- extra, extra, extrovert. Yeah, that means that you're you know more like, like, like to, to talk, talk to engaged. I hate talking to people. I know it's it's weird me saying that, but like I literally would prefer to be by myself in a room and not speak to anybody. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's the truth. I told you you're an extrovert and introvert. I'm both? You put them together. It's like, you do, but you don't. Like people? Yeah. Kwana was like, Calvin, do you like people? I was like, (laughs) let me get back to you on that one. (laughs) Let me think about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I don't... So you would go to a restaurant by yourself, just kick it? Um... Yeah, if I'm having one of those moods where I'm like, I need to just go out and have a good meal, I'll go to the bar and there's TVs. Normally there's people to talk to or I'll listen to YouTube, catch up. But that just comes with people having different schedules. I mean, I wouldn't sit in a booth alone (laughs) at a table. (laughs) So I went to a restaurant on Riverside, and I had to sit at a table, and I had so much space, but the bar was, like, overcrowded. There was no seats. And I'm like, I want to sit down. Like, I'm hungry. So I dealt with that. It was okay, but the bar is much easier. Yeah, because you just kind of sit down. You have to wait to be seated and stuff like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Is there anything else? Is there something positive for getting it on? Do you have anything positive? Ask the chair. I the chair. <laughs> chair, is there anything? No. Yeah, chair. <laughs> I know you had a you're on a press run. <laughs> Listen, this chair put in work. Facts. Um I told you I saw a meme that said that was that chair that was that chair's last day before retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to go out and get his pension. <laughs> Listen, it's it's the people sticking together for me. Seeing one of our I'm just glad nobody got hurt to the point of death. That's I'm so glad that that is it ended how it ended. Because really, what if the dude jumped in the water, swam, and didn't make it? Like, what if that shit happened? Yeah. Or like, what if the person pushed in the water and didn't make it? Like, I'm just glad it ended not civil, but it, it ended with no casualties. But that's how Other I than feel. The chair. He, he worked really hard that day. I mean, I'm happy no one had like a major concussion to the mm-hmm. point where they're coma and not here anymore, like yeah. in a coma and not here. But I think about the security guard. Um, what if he would have been jumped to the point where he would have been messed up? What if the boat didn't get there quick enough for the the people to get off and handle business? Like, yeah, well, like just those kind of what if scenarios, because mm-hmm. like we've I'm sure that's happened before and it ended up extremely negative, like extremely negative, And we just don't know about it. Yeah, several instances. Yeah, especially in Alabama. Come on now. For sure. <laughs> I'm just happy, you know, our people stuck together and did what's needed. I'm happy it's not like, it didn't cause a major, like, race war and people are just losing their minds, um, going crazy. That's all the, the negative stuff that we thought about hasn't happened, luckily, because we know how society can get with things. Yeah. You know, so... I guess that's kind of positive. 
That's positive. Um, we're wrapping up the summer. It's been hot, but it I feel like... It is hot as fuck. I'm looking outside <laughs> right now, and it just looks hot. Like, oh my God. Like, I was walking up here earlier, and like, the sun was like, or the heat was bypassing my body, and my legs were hot. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's bad. It's, it's not bad. normal. Yeah. Like... The guy had said in the, the last pod that, um, there was a, there's a specific day, I don't know what day it was, but... They had said that um, it was the hottest day recorded in history mm. across the world, not just here or a state or a country. Like across the world, it was the hottest day. Um, well, it is less trees, too. I feel like it's very less shady with all the new modern day buildings with all the glass windows. And that could, that could, there probably could be something to that. Yeah, like nature like reflecting <laughs> off of certain surfaces and things like that and making it feel like a microwave yeah oh. yeah you can't even drink in this heat like nobody better ask me about sunday fun day until oh October. yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm a night drinker i couldn't even do it anyways yeah this is <laughs> it's not okay i'll like, pass out crazy <laughs> oh, man. well thank you for inviting me cal this was fun for sure like again we didn't really talk about anything we we're supposed to but you know that's usually how it goes and that's what makes a good podcast i think and at least in, in my opinion right there's some podcasters out there who uh beg to differ but uh yeah it's always just a conversation like again that initial virtual video call is just how i gauge and i like even though i feel like you were a little nervous starting, and probably wasn't as open as you want to be. Like, if you come back on, you're going to see the progression. Like, you'll see it, like, in real time. You'll be like, oh, I was on episode 94, and, and now I'm on episode 100 or whatever. And you'll see the complete difference from the comfortability aspect. Because I understand, like, people coming in to do the pod or whatever, like, you have no idea what to fucking expect. Mm-hmm. It's not like with the video chat, I walked around my apartment and was like, hey, this is where you'll sit. Uh, this is where I'll sit. This is what it's going to look like, or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're on. Uh, episode 94, man. Like, getting to 100 is getting annoying, man. I would rather just record all six from this point on in the same day. <laughs> and just put them out week and week, week like a week on week basis. But uh, I don't have enough storage for that. And um, that's impossible. So, <laughs> uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about or anything you want to promote or plug or if you got anything going on? If you need a resume, please DM me. Um, I am the owner and creator of Resume EDU. So whatever resume you need, I can revise it. I can create a cover letter for you. I can craft a brand new resume for you. And Cal, thank you once again for inviting me because, yes, I was nervous, but I did my first public speaking event in front of like 80 high school students um, for orientation. Yikes. So <laughs> this is helping me with my um, shyness. For sure. So. You're welcome back on. Um, if nothing else, uh, this is the Can We Talk podcast, episode 94. Thank you guys for listening. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs>